You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey there, this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. I am your host, Nina Perez, and we are here to discuss life topics to challenge and transform your thinking. Let's do this. So today I have a very, very powerful woman with me. I respect her highly and I'm so glad she is here. Her name is Darlene Lee. So last week we had discussed all of these great, great tips on how to align yourself with your talents and your desires for business. So we talked a lot about what do you enjoy doing? What comes naturally to you? Maybe something that you've done since you were a child that you've always wanted to do or something that was in you, but you kind of put it to the side. And now we talked about how we bring that back. Darlene mentioned that we can have about 20 things that we like, but how do we take those things and narrow it down to practical things or at least a few things that we like and what weaves through all of those things and kind of um, aligns all of those things together. So we did talk about that last week and we also talked about what motivates you. Does money motivate you? Does um, transactional things like your ego, you know, maybe you like to have a lot of kudos. Maybe, you know, you like to... Um, to make sure that you you produce something like, you know, what is it that motivates you to um, to want to do this, this thing, this business, whatever it is, right? Whether it's from dog walking to, you know, owning your own accounting firm, who knows, you know, but the whole point was, is to align yourself with what makes you happy, what actually is natural to you, and what actually gives you some joy in life, right? So that's what we talked about last week. And so when me and Jarlene were talking, she's like, okay, now I want to show people how to get from that point of narrowing everything down, doing everything that's innate and natural to you to actually putting that to work. How do we get from point A to point B? So we are here today to discuss high level practical business practices for you. I know that a lot of us are either already 
starting a business or in business, or a lot of us are just thinking about starting a business and what does that mean? And Darlene, um, for me, when I started my cooking business, I remember thinking, all I have to do is get the ingredients, go out and cook. Right. And then I went and took a business class and I realized when they were saying to me, okay, what's your business plan? What's your strategic plan? What, what is your elevator pitch? You know, what's your mission statement? And I'm like, what? I just wanted to go cook, you know, <laughs> but I think a lot of us think that way, right? We have a fun t-shirt. So now we want to have a t-shirt business, but we can't even, we don't even know what t-shirts would sell. Like as just an example. You know, so I am glad you are here today because I wanted you to give our audience like really good, solid tools on how to take that passion and desire to an actual real business. So thank you again for being here. Thank you for um, sharing your knowledge with us and go ahead, give us the nitty gritties. Great. Thank you again, Nina. This is really exciting because this is when things really start coming together. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to look at this from a very high level and uh, view and any of the uh, overviews that we have, if people want to go deeper, they know how to contact you, they know how to contact me. So again, this is very high level, but these are the things that people should be thinking about as they're moving closer to an actual launch of their business. Yeah, I'm excited. So, yeah, me too. So uh, the first thing is, is determine whether or not you want to be 100% virtual if you want to be in person or a combination of the both. So just kind of think about that because that we'll use that as um, later on in this discussion. The next thing is to determine whether or not you want a product, something that is tangible, something that you might make or import or be a reseller on. Do you want to be just a service or do you want to be a combination of those things um, or even a virtual product like an ebook or resources? So try to determine what it is based on that skills assessment and the passions assessment that we did last week. Um, you know, what is, what is it that you're going to sell and make money off of? And again, it could be a combination of all those things. And what do I mean by that? Um, you may have somebody that wants to be an importer of foreign car parts. Okay, so that's the product, that's the tangible. Um, the virtual piece of it may be a video of them putting that particular part in the car where they're helping yeah. people. That could be a download. Or it could be a service. They have a repair shop and somebody doesn't want to do it themselves, but they bring their car in for that person to do the service. So those are just examples. Um, the next is where you really want to think about your tagline, your logo. What is the name of the company? You know, what do you, you if you're going to do the foreign car part, you don't want something called how to build a tree. <laughs> you, know? right. you want, yeah, you want to come together with, again, similar to the assessments, is come up with 10 or 12 names that um, you resonate with, things that like make you really happy to have it fall off your tongue. Get your best friends together and do a study with them saying, hey, does this sound really good? Yeah. And then that, that company name is going to have a logo or a, a tagline that specifically says what it is that you do. Right. That's good because you kind of want it to be in layman's term or otherwise, yes. you know, if you have the barking dog, but your business is uh, cookies, you know what I mean? Like yeah. nobody's going to know that they're going to think it's a dog business. 
That's really yes, good. that's right. Yeah. And then, you know, the internet is great for ideas. You can mm-hmm. throw things out there and maybe something new percolates up into mm-hmm. you. And don't think that you have to come up with the ad- idea in an hour, right. you know, sleep yeah, on right. it, look at the point. list again and see what happens. And again, the taglines and the, the um, name of the company, get your, you know, your sphere of influence, your, your trusted advisors, your best friends to go in with you on understanding what the, the logo is, what the tagline is, what your company name is. Yeah, I did that with, um, with both Straight Talk and Memoirs. I actually put out my logo and tagline out on Facebook and I forgot where else. And I said, okay, guys vote. It's one, two, three, four, which one do you think it is? And, and most people voted for the ones I chose because I'm like, okay, if most people are voting that way, it, it probably uh, tracks them the most, you know? So it's, yes. it's smart to do that. Yeah. Yes. Even myself under the gigpreneur, I couldn't, I know my skills and talents are in these three areas. So that's the overarching Right. And then I have, um, you know, the other services that I provide underneath the overarching. So that right. just as an example, That's good. Um, with the logo, um, I think it's a good idea to have it because it's like a brand recognition, brand awareness that'll help you later on. Mm-hmm. And we'll go into specifics on how to um, do it very economically. Um, the next is to consider what kind of uh, business do you want to be? Um, and in the beginning, you can start as being self-employed where, and because the IRS is always going to want a piece of your business, you can do this under a schedule C where it's just yourself. But if you plan to hire people to work with your company, you might want to consider other alternatives like a limited liability or a limited partnership. Right. That gets a little bit more complicated, but I think in the beginning, if you're you know, on your own right now doing this as a side business or even a bigger business, start small you know, and think about doing it just as self-employed. And can I just... With- Cut in for two seconds. Sure. I also wanted to um, let everyone know that it, this can also apply to people who are already in business. That's right. You can relook at your business and restructure it. You can also look at your business and say, you know, this logo is not working for me, or this tagline isn't working for me. Um, you know, I thought that this, you know, represented me, but it really doesn't. So don't think that you're stuck either. If you're someone yeah. who has a business and just you know, you're not getting the, the, the feedback you want, or you're not getting the, um, the, the contacts because people don't understand what your business is. It is very, very wise to relook at your business, relook at your mission statement, relook at your business plan. Very wise to do that. Um, because that way you can, you know, do almost what we're doing now with the beginners. I mean, you can just refresh and restart, right? Yeah. I think that's good. And that a good point there too is, um, a refresh is really good for those rankings with your website, right? To always have up and coming content, content that is new and fresh. Yeah. So I know this sounds really like we're in the weeds on some of these details, but this is all part of the foundation for getting to that mission statement, getting the vision together and so on. Mm-hmm. So with the entity type, you then want to think about who is going to be your, um, who's going to be your customer? Is it going to be other businesses? Is it going to be a consumer? Um, is it going to be both? So these are some of the things, is it B2B, business to consumer, or a combination of both? Again, that's going to help when you um, do your business plan. 
Um, the other is then getting that vision. You don't, again, don't want to get into the paralysis of analyzing everything, but in general, how do you see your business? What is your vision for it? Um, if we use the example of the person would say um, the car parts, it's like, you know what, I really want to help people that don't understand how to make sure their car runs smoothly. So um, his are going to be consumer based versus business to business kinds of um, folks out there. And that's that person's vision. Get together with yourself, have a meeting with yourself and say, okay, what is my vision? Talk to yourself, understand a little bit more about what that vision is. And then that'll help you get to your mission, which is, okay, why am I doing this? Who am I helping? Right. Um, And then you want to talk about, which is, which everybody is like, oh no, is your budget. Do you have money saved up to actually launch something? And then that goes in line with if you're going to have a tangible product, your budget's going to be a lot more than if you're just a service organization. So again, think broadly. And if it's something that is going to entail more investment, do you have potential investors that would give you seed money? And it's not even seed money, but it's like, do you have family or friends that want to invest in you personally, because they, they know that you got it. Like I invested in someone on the other line here in just a microphone, you know, you You just, you know, it's like, I, you know, and I've done that with so many people where they've launched their business and they just needed not the money, but they may may have needed some um, startup inventory and I would just invest in them, whatever just, that I mean, just encouragement. Was. I mean, just encouragement. Yeah, right. just you even giving, um, just using your example, you know, you, you when you gave me the microphone, which I won't let go because it's my first mic, so I'm not, I'm not letting it go. Um, and my headphones and stuff, that started my first podcast about a year and a half ago for Street Talk. And um, that's what launched it because I had the tools. So you're right. Not only is it like a practical thing, um, but it's also an encouraging thing when you can help someone like that also. Yes, that's right. Um, So within that budget, if you have in in these steps determined that you're going to be virtual or have anything to do with the internet, you've got to make sure that you've got a good computer. Yeah. You know, that you've got um, either a laptop or if you're going to do everything from uh, a mobile device, just make sure that it's adequate enough to have a business. That's good. Um, yep. And then from that, you want to decide, okay, who am I? So you've decided that you're going to be consumer based. Okay. Who are my clients? Try and do a demographic of them. Are, are they, you know, young children? Are they parents of young children? Start to really within that vision, see the whole, um, the whole growth of the company, you, you starting the company, who the clients are determining the demographics of those clients, how are you going to get to those clients? Mm -hmm. Do you need a website? Do you need it just through Facebook, you know, start thinking about that. And we don't have to reinvent the wheel. If in your research, you found someone or some company that's exactly what you want to do, I'm not saying plagiarize or take the whole idea, but learn from other people. Absolutely. I think that's very wise. And, you know, something that um, I I think most of us should do anyway. I mean, that's your strategic planning, right? That's your, 
that's your um your SWOT analysis, really. You know, you're yes. looking at who your competitors are and and what they're doing, but you know, no one's you. You are you. Um, so you're always going to do something a little bit differently. And that is great. That's what you want. You don't want to be like everybody else. You know, if somebody's doing something well, why are they doing it well? You know, and then yeah. learn from that and see what you can do to make yours well. Also, I think that's super smart, you know, um, to look at what everybody's doing. And there's also now, Darlene, you know, different things too, like um, print on demand businesses, you know, that you can start now for, for little to nothing. So there is way, I mean, you still have to know who your clients are. You still have to do, you know, what Darlene is saying. You still have to get your, you know, your, your corporation up, but I mean, it could be another way to go. If it's someone who wants to just do mugs, for instance. Yes. You know? Right. And you, or you could, if you, if you like the product of mugs, you don't have to make the mugs. You right. can be a reseller of the mugs. If you exactly. want to be a service or um, business, you could potentially be a reseller of that service. So there are so many different yeah. business opportunities. Again, that's where that assessment comes in so that you're you know, pretty focused on the direction that you want to go with those skills, talents, and passions. That's great. Um, so with that, you're now ready to decide, okay, I've got a great mission uh, statement. I've got my vision. Um, I wanna put together a business plan. So there are many business plans out there and I can certainly share some outlines of them, but those are the two most important pieces is the, the vision because you need to explain this to someone else. Yeah. You have to have your, your mission, why, what is your why, your budget, you know, how much money are you going to invest or do you need other people's money? And then you want to have a target date for a launch. You don't want to say, oh, in a year, I'll get this done. You want to have sure. some timelines so that you're challenging yourself, but not to the point that you're pulling your hair out. And this is really helpful for you to, again, um, in having all these pieces here will better help you explain it to someone either verbally or through your website or through videos. That's great. That's great. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we're, we're pretty far along, right? Okay. So with that, um, the business, you have to know if you're providing any kind of product or service or virtually, just talk to the people that are already within your trusted advisor group. Do you need insurance? Are you going to say something to someone that could backfire and you get sued? So do you need like insurance for that you know, piece of your business? Are you providing a service like the car? Um, if you put the bolt in wrong and the guy has an accident and they go back to you, do you have liability insurance for that? So again, talk can be free. If you already call yeah. your trusted advisors, they're going to help you along with that. Yeah. Um, and then do you need any permitting or licensing? If you are decided that, you know, I love people's hair. I want to know how to, I want to cut people's hair. Well, you need a license to do that. Typically each state will have on their consumer protection um, part of their website, all the industries that require licensing. So just make sure you're doing it all mm -hmm. right. And then whether or not those licenses require any kind of specific training. 
So again, if you want to be an importer of say liqueurs from France, well, you're definitely gonna need a license for that, right? So there are some things that are very obvious and there are some things that may not be so obvious. So again, just um, your, uh, your state's website uh, for business in that state or your local uh, chamber of commerces could be very helpful in obtaining that kind of information. Great resources, great resources. Yes, yeah. yep. Um, so, and the other thing that I'd like to advise people is to have a separate bank account. So as you're spending money, as you're bringing in money, you just have it all separate, either through um, you know, a checking savings account, a credit card or a debit card. There are so many online places now, PenPal, uh, Venmo, that you can use for your business and you're totally separating business from personal use, which will really help you identify how much it's costing you to run this business as it moves forward. Great, that is true. Um, And it's super important. I didn't know that in the beginning also, but then you really can't, when you go to do your taxes, you really don't know what's from what. You know, you forget. Yes, you do forget, yeah. Yeah, and then as you're humming along, you're going to, again, like we did on our first segment, um, you don't need to know everything all at once. So, but as you're making some money, it may, you know, you may be making some good money or you might be you know, plotting along at the pace that you want. You might want to upgrade to an accounting software system, mm-hmm. or you may start out by taking in all those expenses or income in a spreadsheet. And again, if that's not one of your skill sets, bring in a friend. Sometimes you bring in a 15 year old and they'll know more than you on some of these programs, you know, or your best friend, have somebody help you set something like that up. Or, you know, you can do it uh, pen and paper also, but just know that you don't want to be a year down the road and try to remember that second month that after you launched, oh, wow, was this personal or was this a business expense? Yeah, that's good. I think another strong thing that, um, you know, new business owners can do or when you're creating your business or maybe even after you're in business is networking. Um, I think networking is super important to get like-minded people uh, together with you and to, you know, attend events, whether they're virtual now or, you know, physical, but I think networking helped me a lot. And, you know, people that are there networking are not a threat. You know, they're actually there because they're there the same way you're there. They really are trying to learn as well. And sometimes you'll realize that you may have a service or product that aligns with their service or product. And before you know it, you're both like, now promoting each other and helping each other. I've done that with florists when I was catering, you know, so it's important. Don't, don't think, Oh no, I got to keep this to myself in a little shell. Um, and nobody can know about it because then nobody will know about it. That's not the point, right? That's not the (laughs) point. That's right. Yeah. And if you think you've got such a great idea that you don't want to share it with anyone, chances are a portion of it may already be out there right yeah either through intellectual property with a copyright or a logo or something so that's all part of your research but i do i think that's really important what you said is networking is really is is a huge component of this in order to be visible and get your business or product out there now i've heard different um uh different ideas or different concepts about social media and whether or not social media should be used now i i heard a millionaire once said he never ever goes on social media he can care less about it 
right? Um, and then I heard others say you have to get your name out there in order for people to even know that you're there. So, but what do you feel about social media? How do you feel um, about people integrating that? Or um, if it's important, what do, you, what do you think about it? Well, I think because of, as we mentioned in our last segment, uh, last year was very challenging. Everything went virtual. Everything. And we're now at the point where every state has different guidelines, where some states you still have to be virtual, where other states are like, you know what, you take you you're responsible for your own self. So you know they are allowing people to get together person to person in networking and being in public places. So I think that at this point, virtual or having a virtual visibility, digital visibility is very important yeah, because. Um, it also goes in line with who your consumer is. Everybody, 99% of the world out there does research online. They may not buy your product online, but they're going to at least do some research. So I think it's really important. And for those people who don't like to mix um, business and pleasure, that's okay. You're, you can have your personal persona, which may be your Facebook or your Instagram or something like that, but then you can have your business persona. Sometimes they overlap. Other times there's a fine, uh, there's a very strong line and that's okay. Yeah. So uh, don't think that it has to be one or the other, because if you're doing B2B business to business, you're typically not going to have your business link into your Facebook or your that's Instagram. True. I think that even in your personal business, your own solo business, you should separate from your your actual profile. Uh, unless your actual profile is going to just always mimic what the business does, then that's yep. two different things. But if you're going to have a personal profile and you're going to be putting your your husband, children, dog, you know, cat, and everything that happened on there, plus you're doing this very serious business on the side, I just don't think that you should do that. I agree with yeah, you. It and that's where your best friends and your circle of influence of trusted advisors, which could be your best friends, um, they're going to give you that kind of feedback. Yeah. Right. So if you're going to be an influencer for, say, kitchen gadgets, then that you're an influencer. You're going to bring in your personal life. But if your service business is going to be bookkeeping, I think that your future clients are not going to want to see you snuggling in bed with your dog. Right. <laughs> you know, that's just not something that's appropriate. You know, right. be smart about it. This is yeah. a business, right? And you want people to view you as a business. Right. And we touched on a lot of things, which um, you guys, if you missed any of the segments, you can go on to YouTube. I will be airing these on there as well so that you can um, repeat and watch repeat and watch because there's a lot of information here. And also I want you to reach out to Darlene. Darlene, you've done a fantastic job. These two segments, just really letting us know and align ourselves, not just with our desires and wants, but also the practical part of it, because we miss that sometimes. And, and to your point too, you know, hire people that know what they are doing so that you can continue to create what you are doing. So let's um, let's be smart about what we're doing. Let's align what it is that we want to do naturally, what it is that we are passionate about, and let's go. Let's go and finally get to what that is. Let's get to the nitty gritty of that. But then when you do, get practical. So thank you so much, Darlene, for being here and giving us those amazing nuggets. And I know you have a plethora of more things. So I, I want you. I know. I know. 
<laughs> I want you guys to please reach out to Darlene. Make sure that you um, get in contact with her, especially because she can guide you and, and coach you into what you need to do. She can also help you with creating the website that you need, especially if you're someone who is going to get into business. Give us your contact information so that everyone can reach you um, because they're going to need you. Great. Sure. Darlene, my website is called thegigpreneur.com. So that's T-H-E-G-I-G-P-R-E-N-E-U-R.com. And then my email address is darlene at thegigpreneur.com. Yes. And it's spelled D-A-R-L-E-N-E. All right. So you guys heard it here. Get your businesses going. Please leave some, uh, you know, some feedback with me. You'll email me at hello at straighttalknosugaraddit.com. And let me know what you thought about this segment. And let me know if you have any um, thoughts or ideas of what you'd like to see on this program. This program is here to challenge and transform your thinking. That is why I made this because I want us to grow and not stay stagnant. That is my passion. That is what I love to do. And I love to bring out of people something that is in them that they didn't even know what was in there. And that aligns a lot to what you're saying, Darlene, because that's what you like to do as well. Like you really like to dig in and see what it is that people are passionate about. So I appreciate you, Darlene. Thank you so much for being here. Until next time. You have just listened to another great episode on Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Don't forget to subscribe so you can get more amazing content. Also visit our website and YouTube channel. Until next time with more great episodes coming your way. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.